0: I'm the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and welcome to my crib!
1: Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba
2: or your blood on my hands.
0: I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is... this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties.
1: Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span give me like 30 seconds i'm looking for rhymes hello and welcome to debate this the show where no one is right but someone is definitely wrong in this show we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books video games and how this week i learned horizon forbidden west isn't a driving game who knew
0: not me oh yeah my favorite game forza yeah. horizon zero dawn
1: that's what i thought it was <laughs> uh yeah. i would hunt robotic
2: dinosaurs from the back of an italian car oh yeah absolutely is that the robotic dinosaur yeah. hunting game okay i can't yeah, it's The uh, one. It, it, it's the, there's like three games that i never heard of until they became huge and i have no idea what any of them are
0: totally the games sound like They were made in a vacuum, like just like it's like the whales picking the 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 balls and like figuring it from that South Park episode and finding a a video game name. Yes. Dark Origins is probably gonna be the next one.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a good answer. I really though I've been hearing about this horizon game coming out and I was like, oh, a new Forza game, because I've only heard the word horizon used in that exclusive (laughs) instance, I guess. So when all the screenshots started coming out of, is it Alloy? Is that the main character yeah. of the new one? Yeah. Yeah. When all the pictures of Alloy started coming out, I was like, weird. It's it's not a car. thought it'd be a car.
2: <laughs> Does she drive the car? No? No car. You're saying there are no cars in the game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no one here has played it or knows.
0: I've owned it for two years and I've never <laughs> launched it. I know they're one. very good games. I know I, both of them are very good games, but...
1: Uh, well, now, get in. There's no time to explain. <laughs> the execs are calling, and we must go. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Woo!
1: <laughs> As big streaming continues to try to sell cable back to us in niche segmented apps, many of them are doubling down on breaking the nostalgia glass in case of emergency. We've seen a new DuckTales hit Disney+, Plus, Showtime revamped Twin Peaks, Peacock rebooted Saved by the Bell, and Netflix shoved five seasons of Fuller House down our dumb, stupid faces. Ugh. Ducktales started and ended before Deep Plus hit the market,
2: but did it? Was it that short-lived? Yeah, it's already over. Yeah, it was like they made it, it
0: like four seasons. It was really okay. good. Yeah. They made All it like right. three or four seasons.
1: Well, I would like to say that you can stream it on Disney Plus, so we can both be right, Kyle. We can't. I mean,
2: yes, it is available on Disney Plus, but it was not made for that
1: platform. But did we see it hit Disney Plus, Kyle?
0: We did not.
1: (laughs) Shut up. Anyway, with all of these reboots (laughs) across all these apps, you may have missed the news announced on July 14th of last year that MTV Cribs was coming back on Paramount Plus for season number 18 Wow That's right, wow. folks. The 2000 Celebrity Home walkthrough show that refuses to die is back to once again make you ask yourself, what the fuck are you doing with your life? <laughs> 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 well, the execs have written us a blank check to launch our own niche streaming service. They want us to build the lineup of Debate This vision around our own super Cribs spinoff. I'd
0: like to. I just like to a moment of silence for debate. This a vision, if you like that. (laughs) That deserves just a just a just a quick pause.
1: So joining me today are Andrew, my DVD collection, Henderson. Hell yeah. Todd, my HD TiVo unit, Thomas, and Kyle, my dining room. I've never used Harper to show us some potential shooting locations. Are these? Unnecessary things that people have in their house. I would say had the turn of the millennium. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. These are all things that I saw heavily featured by celebrities in the MTV Cribs super compilation that I've just had on as background noise uh, in my life for the last weekend. The
0: very same video that we all watched today. Yes, (laughs) yeah. I really, I like that you cited my DVD collection, but I would almost have preferred it be the thing that line that came the next to that in the redman redman the john redman <laughs> in the mr. Redman, mr redman mr redman in the redman one which was this is for the freaks
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so just uh, step back from the bit i guess i kind of want to talk about cribs for a minute cuz okay i guess i'll do my last sentence Come one, come all, it's time to ball as we try to determine which superhero secret layer should open up the first episode of DTV Cribs. Now, anyway, what I want to talk about, (laughs) do you guys have any idea how many times Cribs has died and then been revamped and revitalized? It's like Futurama. I actually don't know. So MTV Cribs ran from 2000 to 2007, went away came back in 2009 around 2011 country music television CMT started their own CMT no. cribs yeah mm-hmm. and then MTV cribs ran through around 2012 to like 2015ish went away came back in 2017 exclusively on MTV Snapchat ran for 2 years and then was Ooh, revamped what? in 2021 for Paramount Plus Cribs Oof. will not die. Cribs is like the McRib; it exists in perpetuity. I mean, like it's only slightly different from a show that ran
2: from eighty four to ninety five called Lifestyles of the Rich right. and Famous. Like, okay, it's it's barely different than that. Like for now, what four decades? There has been a market to see celebrities' homes. We're fascinated by it.
0: Yeah. It is wild to me, though, in a post-pandemic, post-like the downfall of the modern economy, a a post NFT economy, if you will. Yes, to showcase expensive homes when most people cannot afford basic health care. That feels like
2: that feels weird. Just
0: a wild move, but you know, there's a market for it. I suppose. yeah,
2: it's gonna be weird to see like Reese Witherspoon's crypto mining rig on the new <laughs> on the new uh, oh, MTV
0: Cribs. But that feels so bad. But this we're episode right. is gonna be
1: called Reese Witherspoon's crypto mining rig. So that's neat. <laughs> anyway, the crew is coming up the drive, and we're ready to shoot your intro. We're going to need the specs of your superhero secret layer for our opening graphic. If you could give us that info and tell us what we're seeing from the outside and what we'll see in the foyer when we first open up that big, beautiful door, that would be great. Also, you're contractually obligated to say, I'm, state your name, and (laughs) welcome to my crib. So I'm going to need a clean cut of that from each of you as well.
0: Got it. Uh, I'll start since I already spoke. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I too watched
0: the the mega compilation today of Cribs and just to kind of get, you know, in the vibe. And the one thing that really sat with me more than anything else is just like, Despite the fact that I was watching celebrities' houses, there was this like le- weird level of zen. It's kind of the level of zen that you get when you watch HDTV. I think it's it hits on that same mm-hmm. like it checks that same box. And when you yell at the guy that just wants to, that always found him or always imagined himself in a craftsman, and you're like, you don't even want a fucking craftsman, you <laughs> idiot. It's that kind of zen, you know. But like when I wa- watching Snoop Dogg go through each individual item of his refrigerator and show the camera his (laughs) snacks was just like just a really good couple of minutes. (laughs) So I wanted to capture that essence in, in my answer today, full disclosure, there are no song lyrics. I am not leading up to a dumb joke. (laughs) Don't let your guard down. This is just for fun. Okay. (laughs) Stay alert everyone. So the camera fades in on a massive tree in a secluded forest the sounds of birds singing and brooks babbling fill the boom mic as this long rope ladder descends from above. The camera pans up to a figure leaning out of an open window shouting, I'm the unbeatable squirrel girl, and welcome to my crib. <laughs> Several squirrels run past the camera crew's feet as we hear, Whoa, and the camera falls to the ground along with the rest of the sound crew. The scene transitions with a graphic. Now, in Cribs, when you watch Cribs, the first graphic is, according to this one compilation that I watched, uh, there's always a graphic saying the specs of the house. And in a pre-housing market crash, a two-bedroom, two-bath was kind of a big deal before all the McMansions in California were built. So the specs for this one are two bedrooms, 37 hollowed-out knots, one-and-a-half bath. (laughs) It's a tree. Get it? It's a, it's <laughs> a tree. Oh,
2: oh. Yeah. Andrew, how many times did you practice shouting, I'm the unbeatable squirrel girl to ensure you didn't uh, first tie that? Nice. Wow. That's, that's good. I'm yes. impressed. Yeah. I was a
0: communications major. Uh, <laughs> so location, <laughs> the location, also there's always a location tag, uh, Kettle Moraine State Forest, Wisconsin. Huh. I will get into that in a little bit later. Is that canon? Or are you just like... It- well, okay, so I guess we can get into it. So, Squirrel Girl. Do you guys? know? <laughs> Sorry, what, do guys. You guys. I didn't mean to activate the trap card. <laughs> do all y'all? Do all y'all, y'all fuck with Squirrel Girl? Do you know Squirrel Girl?
3: Yeah, she's the she's the only one that has defeated Thanos by herself, right? That's yeah, that, like, among so many yeah. others, yeah. which
0: we'll we'll cover later. Uh, sure yeah, Squirrel, Squirrel Girl is a really fun character. Um, I had heard about her, and I I don't know why I just thought of. it. I was like, eh, I want to talk about Squirrel Girl today. She's just a really fun kind of a, originally like a joke character, very like in that same Paste Pot Pete vibe, but like where Paste Pot Pete is chaotic evil, um, Squirrel Girl is chaotic good.
2: Yeah. That's per- the perfect way to describe it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh So Squirrel Girl was originally introduced in a 70s, co- a 70s issue of Iron Man is literally like a one-off joke. It was like Great. Iron Man was wandering through the forest for some reason <laughs> and was attacked by this girl who called herself Squirrel Girl. And it was kind of a, a referential nod uh, mar- on Marvel's behalf to like, the fact that they kept doing like animal themed superheroes because that's all apparently all Jack Kirby and Stan Lee <laughs> could think of uh so it was this kind of again like a one off joke where like she summoned a bunch of squirrels and defeated doctor doom somehow but um people loved this character so much that they kept bringing her back and that was kind of the joke was like squirrel girl is the most powerful superhero of them all yeah uh she has so she looks like a squirrel she's got a 4 foot bushy squirrel tail but she just that's her tail that's just a thing and she's got little claws but her her superpowers are she's got super strength and she's got a healing factor that's supposedly not as potent as Deadpool or Wolverine but she does have some level of healing factor and she has pouches that she store, stores nuts in because she's squirrel girl because she's, she's she's squirrel. squirrel girl she's a yeah. squirrel uh we'll talk a little bit later um she also has appeared in a lot of different Marvel teams, but but is mostly a solo artist. One of the most notable is the Great Lakes Avengers.
1: The Great Lakes <laughs> I Avengers. I want to know more yeah. about the Great Lakes Avengers. Oh my Avengers.
0: god, I can't believe I know about this and you guys don't. Yes. That's amazing. The, guys, the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> I feel like what? knowing
3: that a knowing that a quarter of our state borders one of said lakes, yeah. I would have thought that we would have known about this. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the Great Lakes Adventures uh, Avengers are headquartered out of Milwaukee. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shut up.
0: And yep. And uh they are led by a man or a, a crime fighter a superhero named Mr. Immortal, who can like take his head off as like like he's an Adams Family character. Fantastic. <laughs> Other notable members of the Great Lakes Avengers are Flatman, who is Mr. Fantastic, but just a flat 2D person. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and Doorman, who is literally just like He's the D D spell Dimension Door.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Great. Okay. Yep. Uh they've also had uh a couple other passers by. Those are the big ones. There's another character called Big Bertha. You can assume what Big Bertha is, and uh a deceased member called Dinah
1: <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. The Great Lakes Avengers, fuck. This is the strangest thing I've ever seen.
0: Much like Squirrel Girl, the Great Lakes Avengers were kind of created as a joke. So Marvel's Mystery Men, if you will. Uh, we've digressed a little bit. Let me quickly cap off on this episode of, of DTV's Cribs. So we climb up the long rope ladder and we were warmly welcomed by one Dory Green, Doreen Green, aka Squirrel Girl. Uh, she is a 20-something woman with short chestnut brown hair and stands at about five and a half, five, six. Also, she has a four-foot squirrel tail. Because she's a squirrel. The doorway we see Dorian standing in is the front-facing facade of of a connected network of tree houses built into a grove of trees in the middle of this Wisconsin State Forest. The building in front is the largest and is linked to three more buildings behind that are all connected by uh, these enclosed wooden walkways. It's kind of a a foresty treehouse paradise, if you will.
2: Wow. A forest of solitude, if you will.
0: A forest of solitude. Oh, but we. Wow, that we was go. very good, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks for feeding that to me. I'm going to use yeah. that later.
1: That's very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Squirrel Girl's Place sounds like the dream of any Airbnb owner. Todd, mm. what have you brought to pitch for DTV's Cribs?
3: So DTV's Cribs, the opening episode, starts with a close-up looking at the back of a bald man's head. As we hear him say, <laughs> your potential is limited only by your personal commitment to explore it. The camera starts to pan backwards to reveal this massive courtyard, and we see in this courtyard this old building. It's, it's castle-like in appearance with at least three floors. You can't tell. There's no way to tell. There's so many floors. They cast a <laughs> shadow into this open field that surrounds it. Suddenly, like the camera kind of pulls back in, and you see the door behind this man Uh, Opens and you see this impressive foyer and seemingly limitless hallway uh, with this like hum and buzz of students that you see dedicated to their craft as they're learning and studying and talking. It cuts back to this man's voice. 55 classrooms. Uh, There are 55 rooms. (laughs) Classrooms of deep learning. Specialized rooms for field experience. Breakstone Lake. A cozy Airbnb style boathouse. And of course, Cerebro. My personal tool for telepathic communication. All of this offered tuition free to all gifted youth seeking a refuge and opportunity to find a home. The man turns around and you realize he's been saying all of this without opening his mouth as he says, Oh my name is Charles Xavier, and welcome to my crib. And the, the camera like pulls wait. back and flies through these these No, you gotta wait. You mean the like, camera just pulls like a back.
2: voiceover, Todd? Yeah, it's a voiceover, but, but, it's, <laughs> but, it,
3: but it's extra voiceover because he's there, but he's not talking because it's in your brain. Anyway, camera flies back and it goes through these gates and you see across the gates it says, Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, because I've brought to, for you today a fight school. We're doing a fight school, but also <laughs> they live there because it's a residential campus.
0: How does the, the telepathic message get picked up on the boom mic? That so was
1: that's what, what I was, I was gonna say. implying. Yeah. Yes. I yes. really like the idea of like you know there. This is a TV crew, so there is mm-hmm. a sound guy who knows yeah. how to do his job, <laughs> and like
0: he <laughs> he's just like relaying this and writing it down when his yeah. eyes are bleeding.
3: <laughs> I think there's a couple answers. The comic book answer would just be that Charles Xavier is one of the most gifted telepaths. Um, and we just start there.
2: <laughs> whenever this episode reruns on MTV, he
3: actually just <laughs> <laughs> the actual answer is that 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 he has to pay attention to when it actually airs and he hops into cerebro and he just does that one specific part. Like they have to tell him be like, hey, it's it's syndicated. It's, it's part on of the contract every every seven months, the third it's the third Wednesday of that month, <laughs> your episode is at seven p.m.
2: Eastern. And so Charles Xavier has to get in cerebro and do that. No one at any point thinks that maybe a voiceover would just be fine they do this expensive process of getting cerebro well, it's, and Beam it's, i don't think
3: i mean we don't actually <laughs> we don't know the
1: cost of operating cerebro um that's that's written off i'm sure that when it goes to syndication they'll just have someone re-record the voiceover anyway probably yeah. <laughs> um okay so a couple of things one yeah I came here to film an episode of DTV Cribs, not go on a college orientation visit, so there's
3: that. It's a, it's a mandatory residential campus, so it's both. Check, check box both.
1: Thing two, I learned from watching Tony Hawk's episode of Cribs <laughs> that the kids are not the most exciting part, and something that you left out of the requested specs that I asked for was the number of bathrooms. So how oh. many... You, you've you got 53 rooms yeah. and a whole horde of children yeah. and a bald man who doesn't open his mouth. How many bathrooms <laughs> are in this home?
3: Um, Many. So so for Charles himself, obviously, private study, private bathroom, whole nine yards. Any faculty that live on the premises, also private bathrooms. Uh, wow. Airbnb, the Airbnb boathouse that I listed also is used as a residence, <laughs> has a private bathroom. All the students, um, large community, gender-neutral bathrooms.
1: I mean, I I wanna I wanna uh-huh. kind of be upset about that answer, but at the same time, it seems pretty pretty legitimate. I don't imagine it feels like, right.
0: It's I mean, it's not a it's not a celebrity house, but
1: it's. Fun. I
3: mean, a part of it is a celebrity house. It's a big building, fifty five rooms. It's not a two bed, two bath like American rapper Redman lives. In, you know? <laughs>
0: it's it's also not a treehouse. How how dare you from your high horse from your from your oak tree? My high tree. I, how many treehouses are on Airbnb compared to how many Professor Xavier's school for gifted childrens are on Airbnb? The answer is I have more than you.
1: Uh, that's a question I'll leave our listeners to ponder. Kyle, <laughs> it's your turn. All right, Matt. So we.
2: Open with some great drone footage of the Jump City Coast. Beautiful skyscrapers, amazing bridges, gorgeous cliffs. The camera drops down close to the water and pans around to a 10-story glass skyscraper alone on an island in the bay, shaped like a giant capital T. Subtle is what it is. Subtle. We cut to a ferry um, tying onto a dock on that island and... Are greeted by five teens in colorful outfits. They fight for for the front spot of the camera for a little while before all silently agreeing to share. Uh, before exclaiming, "We're the Teen Titans and welcome to our crib." Um, it's Titans Tower. Uh, Titans Tower appears at okay. the bottom. Oh yeah, it is a giant T. It is literally <laughs> a giant, <laughs> giant T. It is yes. a giant T in like all continuities. Yeah, uh, five bedrooms, two bathrooms, a rooftop basketball court and swimming pool that's dope underground garage and um, spaceship launch pad all features of titan's tower so that the teen titans all lead you up to the base of the t where you go through a door into a room with only an elevator giddy with excitement they lead you inside the elevator and hit the only visible button and you take a short trip up and the doors open to a massive floor with a wall-sized window Trained on the Jump City coast, so that drone shot is their living room view. In front of that window is a massive twelve-person couch built down into the floor. Wow, a conversation <laughs> pit. Yeah. yeah, a conversation a split, a pit. split
0: level tower. Mm-hmm.
2: Behind the couch is an open kitchen with multiple fridges, each uniquely labeled. Uh, cyborg, one of the Titans, then directs your attention back to the window and you see the window go dark, and it is filled instead with a giant screen. And he cycles through a bunch of different like options, there's computer, there's like security footage, before he settles on the game station menu and jumps down into the conversation pit and starts playing his game station.
1: dang all right well that's rad a couple questions for you kyle yes so you said it's a giant tower that's shaped like a t yes i for one watched the teen titans cartoon but for our listeners who may not have can you clarify if that's like a standing t or just a t like on the ground
2: it is 10 stories tall the top stories are the the arms of the t it is a standing in the 10 story tall T uh,
0: architecturally to architecturally sound architecturally yeah.
2: sound you can tell you can stand on the coast that this island is in and tell that it is a T you don't need to like fly above it to see it uh, laying down
1: it is it is a a not subtle T okay great so follow-up question to that you said that the elevator only has one button does that mean that everything in the central structure of the T is just nothing? And that it's just, like, this is a loft that someone <laughs> built on top of a, an I-beam. Effectively, you've brought the second tree house to this competition if there's a nothing in house. that central beam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what I am led to believe is that the main operating floor and all the bedrooms are up in the in the T, so we, we go straight up to the T and this open kitchen living room is the, the center piece of it and then bedrooms and b- bathrooms are off to the side. We do know there is a basement and a garage and like a villain trophy room so to speak also in the tower that I assume are on other levels but um, once we get outside of the top of the T things get a little cartoony. And and wapy and not not everything is always in the same place. I would like to go on record <laughs> as saying I do
3: not like shapy wapy Yeah, I, I, I really I want that to be a thing that
2: starts and ends in this moment in twenty twenty two. It's the the this it's the space half of timey white. I, I, ex- I know I know it. You
0: say spacey wacy. No, different. Better. I know
2: exactly what you what it is. I just don't like it. I'm not going to stop saying it. If you don't like it, that's your problem. I'm going to keep saying it. (laughs) That sounds like a justified excuse for very different things. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Way more offensive and worse things. Okay, well, before this spirals too far out of control... (laughs) Thank you. I've gotten the overview of all of your homes, and I'm interested in the inside. But, of course, everyone knows what MTV Cribs is really about, and we need dtv cribs to read just like mtv cribs so to make this feel as authentic as possible we're going to need you to pull all of your vehicles out onto the driveway tell us about your sick whips and which one of these (laughs) is your daily driver andrew squirrel girl will start with you
0: Well, Matt, I am unfortunately don't have the luxury of pulling from tons and tons of visual media. These other two guys are just literally regurgitating. But my answer also (laughs) is not great, but I think it's honest. And in my opinion, I don't think Squirrel Girl is the kind of person to have a bunch of cars. I think Squirrel Girl is very environmentally conscious and tries to use public transportation whenever she can, despite the fact that she lives in a treehouse of dreams. I think... she is also so canonically squirrel girl is in college and that and as of she finally got her she got her own uh like four issue i think it was four issue um standalone comic in like 2015 so if you date that i think squirrel girl is like probably like late 20s early 30s and i think like because she uses public transportation she probably is still driving the 2014 prius her dad (laughs) got her during freshman year of college
1: What stickers are on the back of that Prius? Uh,
0: A faded coexist sticker.
2: (laughs) Is it possible that she is one of those people that bikes everywhere even if it's yeah. not feasible I to think she has a distance. she has
0: a Prius for groceries okay Because that's pretty much it okay. or in this case for nuts <laughs> no because <laughs> I want to be clear all that right Squirrel man, girl can I canonically go? replenishes her energy by eating the nuts in her nut pouches That is. I also don't like nut pouches. No, I
1: I, super don't like nut pouches. Well, I could have said
0: nut sacks, so
1: that's not (laughs) better. And you didn't, but still, then you did.
2: (laughs) And here we are, having heard both now. Well,
0: I said it. It doesn't mean you have to like it.
2: (laughs) I don't like this attitude. (laughs) Matt, can I go? Yeah,
3: Please. I'm going to offer some visual aids for what I'm about to, to say here into our stock. Does it I have it like to do it
1: with nut pouches?
3: <laughs> no, it doesn't. I would not like visual aids of nut pouches, please. <laughs> Just gonna drop these in here um, for listeners at home. If you are a member of our Patreon at the <laughs> tier where you can access our notes, you are getting just a blast of '90s nostalgia.
0: Okay, these are good.
3: <laughs> here, here's here's the deal, Matt. So the driveway vehicles are actually the least impressive because it's frankly only vehicles that Wolverine has ridden. Um, I will present to you the Wolverine mutant cycle, which is. A motorcycle with what I can assume are Wolverine claws on the front of it. Um, I would <laughs> because like of course
0: I love that there it's there's one
2: on the wheel.
3: Yeah, it's not. It doesn't. The 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 angle of these claws certainly does not make sense.
2: They're not aligned. They're like yeah, you know, no. They're no aiming in different directions. No, it's amazing.
3: That's really um, funny. the other one. The other one is the Wolverine Jeep, which is labeled as the ultimate X Men battle machine. Uh, which has a gun that again shoots claws question mark? <laughs> why <laughs> I don't know because like this is this is definitely in the the OG secret wars we're selling toys first that's what you get anyway Matt so these are the things that you see on the on the front but like that's not the special part so if we go out back you will see that our regulation size basketball court actually opens up to reveal a military grade jet hanger, and of that jet hanger. Uh, I will reveal to you the Blackbird, our X-Jet. This is actually, you would know this probably because it's the only character that's been in more X-Men movies than Hugh Jackman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure the the Blackbird's been in every single movie. It offers these luxuries that we have had it customized that is... Alien technology for, for AI and, and automatic controls, hyperspeed, outer space travel, and invisibility are just a few of the customizations we've put into our, our daily whip, as the kids <laughs> say. Mm. Mm. Also, other things about the Blackboard that are really <laughs> stupid, uh, since Cyclops is the one that pilots it more, more, most often... It has something where he can shoot his eye beams and then they're amplified out. I don't know how the, I assume I assume he looks through like a, a submarine torpedo thing and the science just makes it work. I didn't look into it. I was That's thinking great. it was
1: like a speaker box at the bank. He <laughs> <laughs> just has to like hold it up to his uh, eyes. The periscope idea is so much better. I, I okay. think it's
3: the Periscope. And and yeah, so that's it. That's the Blackbird. It's it's the, you know, the iconic jet that has a ton of lore to it. And I won't get into it. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of the basketball court. It's a whole plot point in one of the X-Men movies, maybe the first or second one, where they're like, where they like tell it or they, they X-ray the entire place, which you would think that their technology, they would do like a, a lead basketball court. So you couldn't see the outline <laughs> of a military jet. But like the Pentagon is like, why are you investigating that school? And they're like, "Why does that school need a military jet?" And then they're like, "Let's get them." And that's a whole part of the plot. So
1: cool, man. Yeah, Blackbird. All right. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for pulling your jumbo jet out onto the driveway for us. <laughs> Much appreciated.
0: It does. For in Todd's defense, that feels like a very X Men move.
1: It does. It feels like an yes.
2: incredibly
3: X Men move. Yeah. A very X Men does cribs like oh this old thing
0: this jet huh bring a jet to a jeep fight
1: (laughs) that jeep (laughs) is so stupid (laughs) all right kyle go ahead tell me tell me about your whips
2: all right so the titans take you back down the elevator to another floor opening to another full-sized room but this one is a garage robin cyborg and starfire all speed ahead with beast boy and raven staying with the the crew you hear engines rev and tires squeal. Robin arrives back first on a giant red motorcycle, followed by Cyborg, hanging out the window of a very teched-out hatchback. And I'm dropping pictures of these here. Why are there so many stupid X-Men vehicles? <laughs>
1: and also, why why does Deadpool get a Vespa? Todd, we're not talking about the X-Men anymore. Shut up. Because <laughs> mer- because merchandising, Todd. Fair. <laughs> So
2: Robin and Cyborg begin arguing over whether the Robin cycle or the the T-car has the coolest crime-fighting features. When outside you feel... The T-car
0: ra- looks like a 2014 <laughs> Prius. I'm just
1: <laughs> going to <Yeah>,
2: say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I, I like forgot what it looked like when I was doing this and I went to the, the fan page for it. I was like, oh my God, it is a hatchback.
0: Yeah, it's um, a fucking Prius. <laughs> uh,
2: so they're arguing over... You know who has the cooler, the cooler um, supercar? When you feel a rumble outside and a a ship begins to emerge out of the ocean, rises completely out of the water and then settles down on a nearby launch pad. When we see Starfire emerge from the T-ship, uh, Cyborg leaps out of the T-card and yells, "I forgot about the T-ship!" and tells the camera about how it it can fly, it can withstand the pressure of the Mar- Mariana Trench. Um, it even has been into space, and that he can control the T-car and T-ship with his robot half, his cyber cybernetic parts. But, he adds, that's not even it. And he goes to a panel on the wall and begins jacking wires into panels on his cybernetic parts, and the tower, Titan's Tower, starts to respond. Um, a panel comes down with a shot from outside the front of the tower with crosshairs, and we see massive cannons start to emerge from all around the island. Aiming at nothing, Cyborg shouts, Booyah, <laughs> and fires a massive energy blast from all the cannons at once. Wow. And when power returns to the tower, the other titans, as well as our camera crew, are all speechless.
0: So, wait, so, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, Robin and co. just have a, a, a rogue missile salvo that they
2: can fire at will?
1: Is your house also a mech, Kyle?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Titan's Tower is also a mech. So there's the T-ship added to the notes. I don't have... Oh, subtle. Yeah, subtle. (laughs) Um, I don't have an image of Titan's Tower being controlled by Cyborg, but I can confirm that it is rad as hell. Huh. I
3: I imagine it's Liberty Prime energy. Yes. That might just be for a couple of us, but yeah.
1: I wrote this question expecting to hear about the Batmobile, like, a couple of times. Oh, no. And I've gotten so many different answers. Um, well, this has been interesting. More than one motorcycle, though. Yeah. <laughs> more than, uh-huh. And more than one Prius. Yeah. <laughs> more than
3: one Prius. <laughs> yeah, but is your motorcycle physically built in such a way that it couldn't actually drive?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So the moment we've all been waiting for is here. It's time to see where the magic happens. Now, this could be your recording studio, your skate park, your kitchen, or even your bedroom with a really uncomfortable amount of mirrors. Give us the grand tour and show us what American rapper Redman referred to the, <laughs> quote, de la casa money room, unquote. God. Andrew, go ahead.
0: We're going to have to link that stupid YouTube video in the notes. And oh, it's in the notes already. Great. Specifically call out the Redman portion because it's <laughs> it's art. Look, man, like Squirrel Girl, everything about this treehouse is cozy, cozy nature-loving crunchy paradise. This is just like, you know, she, like I said, she's, she's like 26, 27. All she wants, all she's doing, like what she's doing every night, she's making a cup of hot tea and she's hanging out outside on the porch, just watching the sun go down. Like, I think like that's kind of squirrel girls vibe, right? Like when she's not destroying ego, the living planet, she's just chilling and, and watching the the birds fly by. We're going to get into that. Uh, but let me first <laughs> talk about what this tree house looks like. So, like I said, tre- Squirrel Girl's treehouse is really just a monument to nature. You see, this mo- this main kind of front-facing building is an open-concept living room slash kitchen that is framed by three full-wall glass panels, allowing in the maximum amount of natural light possible. The whole dang room is a Four Seasons room. Everybody wants Four Seasons room. baby. It's all four seasons rooms (laughs) attached to the living room is actually another rope ladder leading up to a porch that kind of oversees the rest of the what did I place her in the Kettle Moraine State Forest in Wisconsin. The porch is complete with, of course, wooden Adirondack chairs and a solar-powered infinity pool hot tub that uses 100% recycled water because Squirrel Girl is very economical and is also really passionate about solar energy. Don't ask how it works. (laughs) It just does. It's sustainable. Trust me. Okay. So I mentioned before, this is kind of like a network of these smaller buildings that are, you know, kind of placed around the treetops. So... From the main building, the building to the left, if you take the wooden bridge to the left, that leads to Squirrel Girl's bedroom, which is honestly fairly modest. Uh, It's a one-bedroom, really just intended for sleeping in the winter, because half of the year, Squirrel Girl is not in her room. She's sleeping on a tent in the porch so she can fall asleep to the sounds (laughs) of the woods and the aforementioned babbling brook.
1: I straight up thought you were about to say she hibernates. That you I also that's, to say, Hi, that's pal, where I'm getting. That's where I'm getting. She
0: sleeps in the bedroom in the winter. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for making my argument for me. Uh, the now, if you're going back to that main building, the building to the right uh, will take you to Squirrel Girl's office, which uh, she warns is a bit messy because of grad school finals just having wrapped up. We see a cozy, another cozy room framed by uh, a picture window. On top of an ornate oak desk sits one of those pastel-colored Max CRT desktops from 2002. You remember those ones? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes. It suits her just fine. She just needs word. But the last <laughs> building, guys. Now, the last building is Squirrel Girl's crown, crowned jewel. So she tells us she's going to take us to the final stop of the tour. And this is what she called which, her favorite room in the house, the trophy room. So the camera pans around as we see what seems like an odd collection of assorted Marvel memorabilia. Like it's like a kind of a weird museum. Uh, We see first this torn yellow and black mask that has the placard Wolverine under it. Okay. Then we see a large like green scale, like a dragon scale sitting next to a bright red jewel. They are labeled Fin Fang Foom and Modok, respectively. You love Fin Fang Foom. <laughs> I love you bring fin up Fin Fang, Fang
1: Foom a lot. Yeah,
0: he's the big, he's the big dumb green dragon, <laughs> big and, space uh, dragon. Yeah, the big space dragon and uh, Modok, who is the big floating head with little, little, mm-hmm. little, little chunky stubbly arms, arms. Yeah. little stubbly yeah. arms. Uh, we then see one of Deadpool's katanas and the iconic mask of Doctor Doom, followed by two more equally shocking trinkets: an empty Infinity Gauntlet, labeled, of course, Thanos. And an enormous purple helmet labeled Galactus. Why are all these trophies here, guys? Well, I'll tell you, Squirrel Girl actually tells us that this trophy room consists of small tokens she's collected over the years from all the bad guys she's beaten up. <laughs> she beat them up. Beaten she's up. beaten beaten up. <laughs> because it is actual Marvel Canon that Squirrel Girl has single-handedly defeated the likes of Wolverine, Deadpool, That's Thanos. Awesome. Dr. Doom, Galactus, and even Ego the Living Planet, a.k.a. the bad guy from Guardians 2, and Korvac, who is a god with unlimited cosmic power that required the full might of both the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy to take down. This is all 100% canon, and it is a recurring joke with Squirrel Girl. Her bit is, she kills bad guys off screen, which I find very (laughs) funny. It's really That's great. really dumb. I love it. It's so dumb and stupid. So the first time they did this, uh, I think it was with... Um, well okay so the first time was technically in that her intro comic she beat I mentioned she destroyed Dr. Doom with the power of squirrel because like (laughs) she just summoned a bunch of squirrels to open. and Dr. Doom says something like curse these rodents and they they fill him with tiny little scritches and and make him run away Um, another time so she apparently she beats up Deadpool she takes on Deadpool one on one because I guess like the scratches from her squirrel claw don't register hard enough for his healing power to kick in
1: shut up that's, that's yeah awesome, so, awesome dumb. And <laughs> so
0: good right so they so marvel just kept expounding on this and and building this more and more there's and and what they'll do is they'll like it's kind of like a family way family guy cutaway gag where it'll be like, oh, yeah, remember that time Squirrel Girl killed Thanos? (laughs) And it's like, and there's just a panel of her, like, dusting her hands. And Oatu, the Watcher, is there looking at an unconscious Thanos, and he's like, that's not even a a simulacrum. Simulacrum. Uh, That's legit Thanos. And Squirrel Girl is like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i love squirrel girl it's amazing so yeah so uh her her final room is her trophy room for all the which is why she's the unbeatable squirrel girl
1: wow Well, I learned a lot about Uh, Squirrel Girl today. I don't know what it has to say about your crib, but it had a lot Eh. to say about your your person, and I I like that.
0: Look, I really wanted to talk about Squirrel Girl today, so you're (laughs) right.
1: (laughs) All right, Todd, tell us all about where the magic happens at Professor X's School for Gifted Youngsters.
3: It took me until question three to realize that we all brought you plucky youngsters Um, of some way, shape, or form.
1: This is a a show of plucky teens today.
3: Yeah, we all all brought you various plucky (laughs) teens or people in their 20s doing their best as they navigate grad school, as I think Squirrel (laughs) Girl is doing. Yeah. So, Matt, we currently live in this world where, like, every institution of residential higher learning is literally a proverbial arms race to offer (laughs) the biggest and best things to college students. Like, that's just what it is. So institutions nowadays, they offer the basics like climbing walls, all the way up to poolside cabanas with water slides and lazy rivers. That's those are things. Those are actual things on college campuses that I've seen with my human tot eyes. Cite your mm. source.
1: Where? Uh, okay,
3: I would love to. Climbing <laughs> we walls. A campus source. center. <laughs> uh, climbing walls. Source everywhere. Poolside cabanas. Uh, that is University of Central Florida. They have a like rad poolside cabana set up. Mm. Um, lazy river. I believe it's
2: Akron. Akron has a lazy river.
0: It's right next to the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good. <laughs> a lazy river on a college campus that's not even gonna be like usable since months out of the year. It's, yeah. It's it's an indoor
3: lazy river. Not okay. the point. This is dumb. That's a little better. Yeah, it's different. It's something. <laughs> so not to be outdone. Let me introduce you, Matt, and let the the door well, you DT Cribs. Uh, opens up the door, forgot what we were doing with the execs, uh, to to a room that says, The Danger Room. Uh, this is where the magic Uh-oh. happens. So, this very plain and ordinary... That, that sounds <laughs> like what you
0: named your, your dorm in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: welcome to the Danger Room. <laughs> um, so, this very plain and ordinary, and, and you know, Professor X winks at you, room, is actually the crown gem of the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. So, as he's speaking... You see the panels, they start like shifting and changing to form an entirely new world around you. The, the Danger Room is our take on, quote, an immersive experiential learning experience for youngsters looking to try out some new things. <laughs> With a few presses of a button, we can simulate a trip to hostile lands to mirror that of a study abroad trip at 10 a.m. and be able to wrap that up by 2 p.m. for a version of a phys ed, which is, in this world... Training against murderous sentry bots created to specifically hunt down mutants. Inventively, these are called sentries. Because, like, (laughs) that's what they are. It's probably also worth noting, we have a $2 billion groundbreaking medical and research lab situation that's manned by a giant blue monster that teaches student science. uh, (laughs) Science that actually
2: transcends the limits known to humankind and mutant kind alike. Todd, calling him a monster is actually ableist language. Uh, He's a mutant. (laughs) that's just Kelsey Kelsey Grammer
3: Kelsey Grammer is a monster Kyle (laughs) he knows what he did (laughs) but yeah we have these billion dollar uh I guess facilities it's honestly kind of incredible um but the funding that they generate uh from the research actually pays for the immense cost of the danger room (laughs) um so that's why we, we keep those around but like That's how these things kind of go in higher education. And everything I've said is kind of a metaphor when you think about it and feels bad. But anyway, we have the danger room and the science
2: rooms. Can the danger room be a lazy river? Oh, I mean, yeah.
0: This feels very mystery candy. Like it can be whatever you want it yeah, to be. Yeah. Like the Hollow Deck on TNG.
1: It is absolutely starts yeah. the Hollow Deck. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. it's the Hollow Deck.
0: Which like if your Professor Xavier <laughs> is not walking around in 1920s era gangster uniforms, then it just it's just lazy writing. I mean,
3: just listen. <laughs> I can have the danger room look like Kent State's Lazy River if that feels better to you, if that's what you're asking.
0: Also, do you guys think it was a missed opportunity for Patrick Stewart in the 2001 X-Men to not reference the Star Trek TNG Deck?
1: Comic book movies weren't that self-aware in 2001. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's true.
0: If If it were being created today, it probably would have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really know what Todd is doing here today, but Kyle, I'm I don't interested think Todd in does. your does
2: <laughs> his best. <laughs> so we've seen we've seen the highlights of Titans Tower. We've seen the the op center. We've seen the garage, and we fired the cyborg cannon array. So we'll we'll just quickly take you through each of the Titans' bedrooms or sleeping quarters, whatever you want to call them. So we start out with Robin. It's got a very like natural wood aesthetic a very simple but elegant bed with wall-to-wall bookshelves on either on each sidewall he walks over to one of the bookshelves and and pulls a book lever and uh the bed retracts into the floor and a dojo training ground takes its place simultaneously each bookshelf shelf slides away to banks of gadgets gizmos and armor he's got the matrix like weapon racks slide in and his bookshelves slide away we cut to cyborg um he's got no bed but he's got like a tilted steel plate laying on the wall with a place for cy to just plug in and recharge in this case quite literally one side of the room has a impressive in all caps uh, pc with cyborg's signature blue color rippling across rgb panels um on the pc another wall has uh pictures of him before his accident and a huge trophy case filled with awards and trophies that he won uh before he was a superhero beast boy has your typical messy dorm room but worse um it smells faintly of bo and soiled wood chips but worse and (laughs) not so faintly (laughs) um starfire has your typical teen girls room a pillowy bed closets galore and a quickly retractable skylight for when she needs to fly out to fight crime and we end with raven's room Uh, lots of low lighting and candles that seemingly light themselves as you walk into the room cases displaying eerie artifacts and and books that just like put off a a bad vibe net all bookmarks a bed in the center weirdly like in the center of the room Um, As we leave, the camera passes in front of an ornate, full-length mirror, but there's no reflection. Uh, The camera lingers a little longer, and you see four red eyes appear before the focus shifts and the reflection of the camera comes into focus.
0: Oh, yeah, wasn't the joke that her bedroom is, like, a pocket dimension or something?
2: Yeah, something like that. Her her lore is that her dad is, like, a literal Mm -hmm. demon from hell, and she had, like, a connection, excuse me, to hell or the hell dimension however gotcha. dc has it
3: yeah so so what i heard was andrew's giving you a one and one tree bedroom mm-hmm. with trophies from from fallen enemies yeah and kyle's you to tour the the which is like a studio bedroom you're like you toured a studio <laughs> which is fine it's cool
0: Um, and Kyle, had, it's look, it's, there are tons of tree houses on Airbnb. I know. I'm aware. And, and I know on Airbnb,
3: you can look up live in a castle in the woods and I can also give you that. What Airbnb probably wouldn't give you is share a room with a devil, uh, a demon (laughs) of an an extra planar origin. Um, but also my Airbnb experience means you can do Science. Science with a man who has thumbs on his feet.
0: Hang out in the danger room with an old man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hank McCoy will teach you how to do special science. You'll you'll solve, what's what's your least favorite disease? You can solve it
0: with Hank McCoy. I 100% would not do an Airbnb experience called do special science with Hank McCoy. See,
2: I more see... <laughs> I would. The, if the danger room <laughs> ever went up on Airbnb, it would be used for like Westworld type stuff. In oh yeah, fifteen minutes. It would and take weird
0: sex stuff. Yeah,
2: fifteen oh, minutes yeah. to get to the, weird, to the weird Westworld stuff. Yeah, yeah you have,
0: have to put a blacklight I, to the danger I, I room. <laughs> no,
3: you don't. I think I think I think Westworld is the best like metaphor for the danger room because again, like cool West, wild West stuff for fifteen minutes, and then sixteen minutes in, someone's doing something weird in there. Yep, yeah. it's just it's known.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> Why don't we all just take a second and then come back to the bit that we're doing because we got a podcast to finish here and I'm (laughs) going to ask the super secret bonus question and then we're going to go to break and then we're going to answer that question. So episodes of MTV Cribs can actually be scientifically carbon dated by what insanely expensive gadget or toy is tossed inside a messy bedroom. So my super secret bonus question for you today is what is your secret layers 2022 version of a purple Sega Dreamcast? I will take your answers right after this.
2: From the nerds at Debate This comes a new streaming experience. Last year, we launched The Plooses Loose, a podcast where we dove into plot details, Easter eggs,
1: and wild speculation into 2021's breadth of New MCU content. And we're still going to do that. We're just changing some things. Coming to
2: Twitch this March, a show that asks the real questions. Kyle, why
0: are you talking like that? Yes, anyway, starting with the release of Moon Knight on March 30th, we will be streaming our MCU post show at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast. Episodes will still be posted on the same podcast feed a day later.
2: So just like when Mephisto...
0: What? No, no, we're we're not going to talk about Mephisto
2: anymore. Yeah, unless he actually shows up. Bringing you the best recaps of the MCU, and only the MCU.
0: Uh, well, that's not entirely
1: true... Yeah, we talked about this, bud. Uh, We're going to cover other stuff, too. Yeah, all kinds of comic book TV shows and movies, just like that Jared Leto movie Morbius that's definitely coming out.
0: Yeah, and we're also going to have special guests to tell us what they thought of the thing we watched.
1: Guys, I'm sorry. I, I screwed this whole thing up. I'll just go. No, Kyle, no, it's okay. We still need someone to reveal the new name. Yeah, why don't you do it? Yeah? You mean it? Yeah,
2: yeah, go on ahead. Coming this March to Twitch. Look out for Avenge This, a comic book movie and television discussion show where we watch all of the MCU stuff and also some of the DC stuff that we want to watch. You can watch Avenge This live at twitch.tv slash debatethiscast or download episodes through the Avenge This podcast feed wherever you
1: download podcasts.
0: Nice. Super
3: duper.
1: All right, welcome back. We are trying to figure out which superhero secret layer is going to open up the first episode of DTV Cribs. I don't know if you needed me to repeat the question, but I needed me to repeat what we're doing (laughs) here today. So now I'll take your answers to the super secret bonus question. What is your secret layer's... 2022 version of that purple Sega Dreamcast buried under a stack of laundry. Andrew, we'll start with you.
0: <laughs> so in kind of keeping with the theme of the 2014 Prius, I think Squirrel Girl, one, is is trying to be very sustainable and not purchase big expensive toys from tech companies because she's probably pretty anti, definitely anti-Amazon and probably like not super a fan of Google. So I think Squirrel Girl in her 2022 version is very against like she's like that flavor of like crunchy libertarian but not like actual, not capital l libertarian more like like a homesteader kind of libertarian you know yeah where it's like i just i just kind of want to do my own thing and like not be on the grid but like i also support healthcare and public policies prepper?
1: is squirrel girl a doomsday prepper see i feel like that has negative
0: connotations i think she does it
1: doesn't need to yeah i
0: think she probably has like a lot of uh organic toilet paper
1: oh okay like she rocks a composting toilet yeah yeah she's in a composting that's i think that's the
0: (laughs) that's the vibe that's the word i was looking for that she makes her own deodorant yeah, 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 yeah. That that's the trigger word. Um, so that all being said, she definitely has a Zune. Her most prized possession is her <laughs> is her Zune that still works and quote is just as good. It's covered in stickers from like old bands <laughs> and that she went and saw live. You know, except
2: it except it runs on like PIM particles now, so it'll never yeah. it'll never
1: <laughs> yes, break, so that it can work. And yeah, it's it's a Zune. Cool. I like that. <laughs> I, I didn't have a zoom, but I made fun of my friend who did Todd, what is in your superhero secret layer?
3: yeah this one's this one, this is good. Remember in Deadpool when like he's at Xaviers school and they slowly close a door that has all the first class trilogy X-Men actors in it when he walks past it <laughs> yeah so that room is still there now as we film this in late 2021 2022. Only now that has all the actors from the two X Men trilogies
0: standing around. <laughs> um,
3: they're talking about who did and did not get contracts to return for the new Doctor Strange movie. So that that perfectly timestamps this in 2022 for all time, like a like an incredibly preserved time capsule. Also, the room is incredibly awkward. It's it's incredibly <laughs> oh, awkward because you know you know they're not bringing J Law back. She raised hell on the way out. She's not getting invited back in.
1: <laughs> All right, Kyle, finish us out. What is the carbon dating device in your superhero secret lair? Okay. Um so, we I told you we we
2: saw Cyborg's bedroom and in it, it was was one of the most impressive PCs you've ever seen built in the corner. Focusing in on his PC a little more. Cyborg uh pulls the camera aside and says, let me show you my crypto operation. No. Oh, wait, wait for it. <laughs> wait is it just for him? It. Wait for it. Um, he Let me show you my crypto operation. And he opens up a, a program that is an AI algorithm that seeks out different cryptocurrencies online specifically to, I don't know, put a virus in them, tank them in some way. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it crypto is. rig that goes around finding and tanking mm-hmm cryptocurrencies because he's a superhero and he knows how he knows how bad cryptocurrency is
1: cool way to turn
2: it around kyle yeah you were you were like three sentences away from cyborgs selling (laughs) nfts really had us
1: in the first half not gonna
3: lie (laughs) like beast boy is is morphing into different monkeys and cyborg taking photos of him as a monkey and then they're selling them on the internet
2: and then cyborg's deleting them
1: and it's really good
2: They've got a different kind of Bored Ape in the Teen Teen Titans Tower.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was, okay. Good joke. Well well done, everyone. Good jokes. Time to finish up here. Give me your closing statement. And I don't want our typical debate closing statement. Cribs segments typically ended with celebrities saying, like, well, this has been fun, but I have to go scuba dive in my hot tub. See you next time. Or something (laughs) like that. So, uh... Give me your closing statement, but as your sign-off for your episode of DTV Cribs.
0: Uh, thanks, everybody, for stopping by. The squirrels are getting hungry, so it's time to go fill the nut sacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh. Um, I'll,
3: I'll just go. You don't <laughs> have to tell me, Matt. I'm just going to go. Um, well, this has been fun. But I have to go continue to help create a near limitless army of superpowered crime-fighting teens while simultaneously tackling the topic of bigotry and a not-so-subtle character arcs.
2: <laughs> I mean, because that's what, that's what Professor X does. That's what done. Professor X does. He's made a childhood army. And uh, the Teen Titans are, are uh, well, this has been fun, but we have to go stop a, a literal demon from hell from taking over Earth. And they, they jump in the T-ship and, and fly off into space or another dimension or something. <laughs> wow well this has been a we
3: journey. can't
2: let andrew get away
3: with this
1: what using nut sacks <laughs> twice in the same well, podcast and
3: the first time and the first time was like you can't get mad at me i didn't say nut sacks and also you can't get <laughs> mad at me for saying it because i only said it to tell you what i didn't say and, and now then he came back
2: it. and said it <laughs>
0: (laughs) I wouldn't have said it if you guys hadn't made such a joke. No, don't you, Victim Blame me in this podcast.
1: (laughs) Victim Blaming us. Oh, boy. It's time for good vibes. So, y'all can just go ahead with that.
0: Man. This was fun. Uh, Todd, you brought child soldiers to the party. And, Someone and had to. What a fun group of plucky teens that are also dying for this, uh, <laughs> an old man's ideals. Uh, yeah, of course, the X-Mansion's a great house to live. The X-Mansion fucking rules, and the Danger Room is the Deck. The Danger Room, mm-hmm. To to disagree with my joke earlier, of course, the Danger Room is going to be picked up on Airbnb ASAP. It's mm-hmm. going to be the most expensive thing and it's gonna be filled with weird sex shit that's (laughs) just the way it works but all that being said uh, who who wouldn't want to live at the X-Mansion because it's uh, it's cool it's filled with crime fighting teens who shoot fireballs at each other awesome work Kyle T Titans rules and (laughs) I every time I reminded that Teen Titans rules I get more excited about how much Teen Titans rules um, not included not to not mentioning the gritty reboot that's called titans I, I think that's very bad
2: yeah we are we are specifically talking about the adorable like anime adjacent yeah the anime adjacent. One. the, the, yeah. the,
0: the w- anime the western anime the w- anime oh.
2: One.
1: Oh, yeah. wow we got spacey Waysu nutsacks no. and Wacey <laughs> <in> space. <Spacey-waisy laughs> is a
0: crime uh and the teen titans tower is a big t and that's so <laughs> cute and so dumb oh so i cr- love it uh I just, just, just looking at this picture of the team, the big team, fills me with nostalgia. It makes me very happy. Um, great job, guys.
3: Andrew, you brought a Squirrel Girl, which I gotta tell you, I'm like equally invested in Squirrel Girl destroys the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe, and squirrel girl as a just a, a human a human <laughs> squirrel hybrid who is like living a human squirrel life and collecting nuts and doing her best to reduce her carbon footprint like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty i'm pretty into that and um i you know yeah you might be right that people might be all about reserving the danger room but like you are 100 right people eat up that treehouse shit on airbnb yeah, you man. you look at every Every Airbnb
2: that overlooks a waterfall in a somewhat elevated, oh. boom, $400 yeah. a night. $400 a night booked out for three 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 and a half years. For, for three years. years. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, I, I'm just throwing money at it. Like, mm-hmm. I was looking at pictures. I have pictures of inspiration of tree houses yeah. on Airbnb, and it's I want them all.
3: There's specifically, <laughs> there's one in Ohio that's, like, down south on, like, the edge of a waterfall. And it's, like, of course, it's gorgeous looking, and it always yeah. shows up on these, like, these ads for airbnb and then you like kyle just said you look at it it's eight hundred dollars to reserve three night minimum booked out for three years like you're never getting to see this property kyle uh much like andrew said that i brought childhood soldiers you kind of also brought child soldiers but they're not fighting but they're they're doing it on their own like Thing to prove it for their it's more more older vigilante
0: team than child yeah. soldiers like yeah. a like a like a fun Power Rangers kind of soldier yeah, yeah they're
3: they're doing it they're doing it to prove it to the adults they can do it um and and you know good on them um <laughs> i i really like all of the Teen Titans that I ever watched and I also didn't watch the Titans reboot I'm not into it but good on you for presenting a giant T on an island it's subtle and
2: I like that. It felt the most MTV cribsy of all the things, yeah. all the options I I considered.
0: Vigilanteen is that anything? That is
3: it's that not there nothing there. Mm. It sounds like a McElroy year naming device.
1: What it, <laughs> yeah, <it's like. laughs> it sure does.
2: Well, um, I have to. Um, oh,
1: I got a good oh. vibes. <laughs> okay, um, I just all I had was the joke that being a child soldier, if you go to school at the school for gifted youngsters. Sounds like going to a Catholic college and having a weekly mass requirement. <laughs> That's all I got. Call me out, Matt. Actually, in in a completely
3: unironically, I I could imagine a Catholic or highly religious institution titling their mascots the, the child soldiers, <laughs> like <laughs> the gifted
1: youngsters. Can you not uh, see this?
2: Yeah, gross.
1: Go ahead now, Kyle. Onward,
3: children soldiers.
2: Um. So good. Good vibes. Um. Andrew, Squirrel Girl is a very good choice, and we need to just talk about Squirrel Girl more on this podcast. It's the kind of, like, meta fourth wall breaking that it's the opposite meta at that Deadpool is. Like, yeah. It's, it's, like you said, where, who, what, what was your example of the chaotic evil?
0: Oh, uh... What was it? Um, it doesn't matter. Oh, it, Pace Pot Pete is chaotic good. Yeah, Facebot Pete is
2: chaotic is, good. Um, Pete is inconvenient evil. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool is one type of fourth wall breaking humor and Squirrel yeah. Girl is another type of fourth wall breaking humor and I'm glad we got to talk about her some today. And uh Todd, you brought you brought the the Professor Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. Like it's up there with the Batcave and the Fortress of Solitude as like OG awesome Superhero layers like Mm -hmm. excellent, great choice. No notes, good job, guys.
1: All right, well, I have just gotten out of a steamy meeting with the execs over the content of Debate This Division. I don't like that, Mm and they have passed down some decisions. Now, decision number one is we are absolutely shooting the first episode of DTV Cribs at Kyle's place. Without question, we're going to Teen Titans Mansion. <laughs> is it because it's spacey-wasey? Is that why? because <laughs> it's, it's a big 10-story tall T. Todd. I mean, yeah. I get it. That's exactly what it is. It's, it is is a dream loft apartment <laughs> in what is effectively a high-rise in Manhattan, like with um, beachfront the, property the and skyline view. The oh, Bay, Bay Area, area. Matt. <laughs> is, Whatever. Is that
0: is Jump City the D.C. Bay Area?
1: Yeah, it sure okay. is there you go i i don't know dc things but it's beautiful it's the perfect cribs location uh it's not often that the person with the rightest answer wins on debate this but today <laughs> yeah. today it happened but it's fair. andrew and todd i do have good news for you if you remember the beginning of this debate this division wasn't just one show we're rolling out a whole streaming service and so we needed some extra content and i have great oh. news uh Is my show going to
3: Crackle? I don't want to go to Crackle. No, it's all
1: coming to DTV. Okay, I want to make sure. It's just not necessarily going to be on Cribs. Todd, you are going to be featured in our new Queer Eye and Intervention crossover called Peer Eye for the Bald Guy, where Professor X's (laughs) friends will help him get out of the house sometimes. And then Andrew... You're going to be on our new True Life Made Crossover, which we're actually just calling Life, where you tell us about your strange habits and a pretty person tries to help you conform. Perfect. So, with all of that said, thanks wait, for like- I, Wait. Wait. Oh, do I good. have to conform or does this girl conform?
3: Andrew Andrew told us an hour ago he didn't bring any like song lyrics or rhymes and that left Matt 60 minutes to just <laughs> think. Yep, we, uh, we we locked the door and left the back one wide open. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. I I came around on pure eye for the bald guy pretty quickly. <laughs> the one I was stuck on was how do I get true life and made into one thing. Anyway, we'll talk about that more in the after show. Should if have you been, want to be part of that, you can join been, the Patreon over at patreon.com slash debate this cast. Go ahead, Todd. Tree life. <laughs> tree life anyway i was gonna do a treehouse masters thing jesus christ let me end the episode thanks for listening to debate this you can follow along with the arguments on twitter facebook and instagram at debate this cast or on our website at debate this and by the way do you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior five star reviews There's only one way for tiny, wimpy baby (laughs) podcasts like us to grow up all big and strong, and it's with a big daily helping of five-star reviews. You can leave them in your preferred podcast listening app, or if you don't have one of those, consider Apple Podcasts. If your reviews contain four stars or less, please consult your doctor. Until next time, I'm Matt Cole.
0: I'm Andrew, T. House of Horror, Volume 31, (laughs) Henderson.
2: I'm Todd, Kelsey Grammer's weird sexy danger room, Thomas. And I'm Kyle, Azarath, Metreon, Zinth. Oh my god, Beast Boy, do your dishes, Harper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.